This is 680 CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. I'm Jeff Braun. This is the Couch Potatoes. <sighs> and we're starting 2017 with our January movie preview. The vampire and lichen clans have been at war for centuries, turning our world into a battlefield. Are you with me? I wanted to be with you, but you've not done a very good job, Underworld. This movie is called Underworld Blood Wars. It's film number five in this series since 2003, about a war between vampires and werewolves, or lichens as they're called in these films. When the first one came out, I thought, cool, this has a whole bunch of things I like. Vampires, werewolves, action, Kate Beckinsale, Bill Nye, the actor, not the science guy, and Michael Sheen. But it only turned out to be okay. Then in 2006, I was disappointed with the sequel. The third one was a prequel, which actually was kind of cool. The fourth one was not good. And this new one, I don't know. For me, the fight is personal. Everyone I've ever loved has been hunted down. Now a new war is being waged. This day was bound to come. Indeed, another sequel was bound to come, although I don't really understand why, because these movies are never huge hits, and they're always destroyed by critics. This latest one has been sitting around 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Watching the trailers, I can't even tell you what's going on in Underworld Blood Wars. Looks like there's a super werewolf of some sort, and Kate Beckinsale's Celine is the key to some big conspiracy or something, I don't know. Celine's blood is the key. The lichens grow stronger. I fear more blood will be spilled than ever before. We fight for our coven! The Underworld movies are like the Transformers movies of vampires and werewolves. Cool premise, but continued disappointment. The lichens are moving again. They have a new leader, Marius. We must not rest until we have destroyed their final sanctuary. You need Selene. She cannot be trusted. Tell your Marius, I'm not finished with this war. But hopefully you're finished with these movies. Also new this weekend, Taraji B. Henson, Octavia Spencer, and Janelle Monet star as NASA scientists in the 60s in Hidden Figures. Y'all gonna end up unemployed riding around in this pile of junk. You're welcome to walk the 16 miles. Oh, sit in the back of the bus. Like kiss me up. You have identification on you? NASA, sir. NASA. I had no idea they hired. There are quite a few women working in the space program. Least I can do is give y'all an escort. Three Negro women are chasing a white police officer down the highway in 1961. That is a God-ordained miracle. Hidden Figures is based on the true story of what she just said, black women mathematicians working for NASA at a time when you wouldn't think they could. In 14 days, astronauts will be here for training. And we're shooting a human into space, and it's never been done before. With the launch of the Russian spy satellite, the president is demanding an immediate response. That's Kevin Costner as the NASA boss. As he points out, the Cold War was greater than the civil rights problems, and the world of science is often more inclusive than other aspects of society anyway, at least in theory. If you were a white male, would you wish to be an engineer? I wouldn't have to. 
I'd already be one. So the movie's a cross between these characters having to do their historic work and also deal with the prejudices of the day. Colonel Glenn launches in a few weeks. We don't have the math figured out yet. There's no protocol for women attending. There's no protocol for a man circling the earth either, sir. Every time we have a chance to get ahead, they move the finish line. I need to be in that room hearing what you hear. Within these walls, who makes the rules? You, sir, you are the boss. You just have to act like one, sir. Hidden Figures is getting rave reviews, calling it an inspiring, feel-good story wrapped in a conventional but effective movie. Octavia Spencer is up for a Golden Globe for it this weekend. The movie also stars Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory and Kirsten Dunst. We have liftoff. We all get there together, we don't get there at all. In the fight of our lives, people. My gals are ready. We can do the work. More than 50 million Americans watching. I got a warning light. Go find Catherine. Colonel Glenn. There's a real fireball outside. It's getting a little hot in here. Quick side note about Hidden Figures. Do you watch? You don't watch the show Timeless, do you, Jeff? Nope. Okay, well, Timeless, if you watch it, listening to this program, the NBC show where they travel back in time, the Taraji P. Henson character yeah. was actually featured on an episode of Timeless. Really? Where they, they were trying to, they, the bad guys were trying to mess with one of the Apollo missions. Oh. So the good guys had to go back and save it nice. with the help of her character. So Cool. That's what I, when I Crossover. saw- Crossover. Crossover, indeed. Maybe we'll see some time travel in Hidden Figures, the movie. <laughs> Here's another film out this weekend. Hello, I'm Liam Mason, and I'm very happy to share a preview of my new movie, A Monster Calls. Enjoy the preview. Look at that. Couch Potatoes getting an assist from Liam Neeson on the preview for this next film called, as he pointed out, A Monster Calls. It's a fantasy tale based on a children's novel about a 12-year-old boy named Connor whose mom is sick. How does the story begin? With a boy. Too old. To be a kid. You're coming to live with me. Don't touch anything. Too young. On top of his mom's illness, Connor also has to deal with bullies at school. So he copes by creating a fantasy world full of monsters, the main one voiced by Liam Neeson. The main monster looks kind of like an Ent from Lord of the Rings, or even more specifically, he looks like a bigger version of Vin Diesel's Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm Groot. The movie also stars Felicity Jones and Sigourney Weaver, and is directed by Juan Antonio Bayona, who helmed The Impossible, The Orphanage, and is directing Jurassic World 2. A Monster Calls looks like a visual stunner, which also explores themes of courage, loss, and faith. I'm afraid. Of course you are afraid. But you will make a thrill. For this is why you called me. Come on. More of the Couch Potatoes January movie preview up next. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're doing our January movie preview, and Martin Scorsese's new movie, Silence, opens wide on the 13th. Our Lord said to them, Go ye into the whole world 
and preach the gospel to every living creature. IMDb has this for a description of silence. In the 17th century, two Jesuit priests face violence and persecution when they travel to Japan to locate their mentor and propagate Christianity. After Gangsters, Religion is Martin Scorsese's favorite film subject. The two priests here, played by Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. Ferreira is lost to us. He denounced God in public and surrendered the faith. That's not possible. Father Ferreira risked his life to spread our faith all over Japan. It seems to me that our mission here is more urgent than ever. We must go find Father Ferreira. This is in your hearts, then, both of you? Yes. Then I must trust God has put it down. The moment you set foot in that country, you step into high danger. Garfield's accent isn't the most convincing, but whatever. The man they're trying to rescue is played by Liam Neeson, and their dangerous mission sees them in all sorts of trouble, a lot of it pretty violent at the hands of the Japanese. And the trailer shows people tied to crosses in the ocean, a sort of waterboarding. The prize for your glory is their suffering. It's too dangerous. We asked for this mission. It looks very intense to say the least. It's always exciting when a Scorsese movie comes out, even if it's not his best. It will almost certainly be one of the better movies of the year. Shutter Island is the only feature film he's directed in 18 years that was not nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. I pray, but I'm lost. Am I just praying to silence? Also on January 13th, Mark Wahlberg plays a cop during the Boston Marathon bombing in Patriot's Day. We've got to decide who's running this, and we have to decide quickly. It's terrorism. We'll take it. Yeah, let's get an evidence grid started right over there. Clock is ticking. The world is watching. The suspect seen on the surveillance cameras. Two bombers. we got to find these guys before they do this to someone else. The movie also stars Kevin Bacon, John Goodman, J.K. Simmons, and the ubiquitous Michelle Monaghan, who actually stars in two movies opening on the 13th. Patriot's Day looks pretty boring, though. Mark Wahlberg does a lot of things well, usually when it gets to be funny or a little crazy. No evidence of that in the trailer. Looks like a pretty stiff telling of a story that's still very fresh in our heads. Probably too soon for this movie. On the other hand, it can't be as bad as Wahlberg's The Happening. Planning on stealing something? No, ma'am, we're not. Plan on murdering me in my sleep. What? No. <laughs> Remember how terrible that was? Is that from that movie? Yeah. What? No. And then he talks to the plant. <laughs> that was an awful movie. <laughs> I was so excited for that movie. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. That's a great trip down memory lane, Jeff. Thank you for that. <laughs> the happening. I had completely <laughs> forgotten about that. Buried that in the archives of disregard. Also on January 13th, the man who plays the new MacGyver. Lucas Till, I think is his name, stars in something that kids will probably love. It's called Monster Trucks. Local residents have reported numerous sightings of an unidentified creature. We're looking for something unusual, something dangerous. What are you? Trip is a high school senior who builds himself a monster truck from scrapped vehicles. Then he meets a slimy, blobby monster who really likes his truck. There's something going on here. I don't even know how to begin to explain. Take a look. He likes hiding in my truck. <laughs> this thing is awesome and it's smart. It is an engine for my truck in that right creature. 
You named him Creech? The monster somehow superpowers the truck, and now it does really cool things. The movie looks silly, but the inner child in me immediately woke up after seeing the trailer for this. Looks like great family fun. Aren't you curious about where it came from? I'm going to get you home and away from whoever's after you. I love you too. Also on the 13th, Ben Affleck gets his old-timey gangster on in Live By Night. Even if you win today's battle, there's so much violence in what you do. You don't think I'm strong enough? I don't know if you're cruel enough. Powerful men don't have to be cruel. Affleck both directs and stars in this Prohibition-era gangster tale as the son of a police chief who eventually goes full goodfella. I signed up to fight in the war. I went away a soldier. I came home an outlaw. We do what we want to do. We go where we want to go. Give us the money. I want to be a gangster. Stop kissing rings a long time ago. No longer matters what you want during this life. Live by Night also stars Elle Fanning, Brendan Gleeson, Zoe Saldana, and Sienna Miller. The reviews, though, have not been kind, admitting that it is a gorgeous film to look at, but that it's also cold and unfocused. Don't you ever Breaking the rules meant nothing. You had to be strong enough to make your own. Find out if you are as cruel as you need to be. Don't you ever tame your demons. More of the Couch Potatoes January movie preview up next with something scary for Jeff Braun. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Brett. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. We are doing our January movie preview. We're on to January 13th. We've already looked at four of the six releases scheduled for January 13th. Make sure to just check your listings, of course, because these are subject to change. Next up is something scary. This one called The Bye Bye Man. He's real. If you say his name, or even think it, he'll come for you. So he's like Bloody Mary? To say it, don't think it. What happened? You're gonna tell me you know that? Please don't make me say it. Don't say it, don't think it. If I tell you about him, you and your kids, you're all dead. The Bye Bye Man is about some attractive young people who start to get harassed by a sinister entity. There's something happening. He's found us. Who? Thank you. Don't say it. The Bye Bye Man. And the more you think about him, the closer he gets. Maybe bye 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 bye. It seems he drives you crazy. Until you oh. die! Or I suppose say... Bye, bye, bye! Bye, 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 bye! We have to help them! No, no, it's a trick!
Remember, Jeff, don't say it, don't think it. Don't think it. Oh, okay, that's easy. <laughs> that's dumb. I know how much you like the, <laughs> the scary movies. More of the Couch Potatoes January movie preview next. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're doing our January movie preview, and now for the sixth release on the 13th, the last and certainly the least, Jamie Foxx plays a cop, along with Patriots Day star Michelle Monaghan in Sleepless. The city is crawling with dirty cops. Ladies and gentlemen, Nevada's finest. Looking for this? This is Downs Homicide. Jennifer Bryant, more internal affairs. Big bad policewoman, I like that. Sleepless looks terrible. The trailer is just a bunch of cliche cop stuff set to a Drake song. Some January movies are wide releases of awards contenders, and some are just garbage that the studio knows will fail. This is one of those movies. We've been working on the couple for two years. He knows the players. He knows their methods. I will pay every cop on our payroll to see Vincent Downs dead. You touch my son, I'll kill you. Come on, Hollywood, put Jamie Foxx in a better movie. He's a good actor. On January 20th, Vin Diesel, Diesel rather, whoa, and Samuel L. Jackson are back for a third installment of the X franchise. You know, they say the world is safer than it's ever been in the history of civilization. Do you feel safer today than you did yesterday? I know I don't. Mmm, sounds like he needs a hero. We need someone who can walk into a tornado and come out the other side like it was a damn gentle breeze. Get on your knees! If you wanted me back, you could have just asked me. Of course, it's Vin Diesel. The trailer shows him doing all sorts of extreme stunts like skateboarding along the side of a moving semi and skiing through the jungle. Triple X, the return of Xander Cage, does exactly what it promises. Brings Cage back after Ice Cube subbed for him in the second movie years ago, and it looks like fun. Let me simplify it for you. Kick some ass. And try to look dope while you're doing it. I could definitely make that work. Also on January 20th, Michael Keaton is the founder. I know what you're thinking. How the heck does a 52-year-old, over-the-hill, milkshake machine salesman build a fast food empire with 1,600 restaurants at an annual revenue of $700 million? One word. Persistence. The founder is about Ray Kroc, the man who made McDonald's into the world's biggest fast food empire. It's an interesting story as Kroc comes across a small chain of burger joints run by two brothers. Prince Castle Sales. Hi, Jim. Ray, how's it going down there? Good. Swell. A lot of interest. We got an order. Six mixers. To anyone in particular? McDonald's. Care for a little tour? We wanted something different, and that's when my brother here comes up with one of his brilliant ideas. Order's ready in 30 seconds, not 30 minutes. Unique, original, there's nothing like this. It's revolutionary. It's exactly what it is. It's revolutionary. As Nick Offerman, a.k.a. Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, as one of the McDonald's brothers, and John Carroll Lynch, a.k.a. Old Norm, son of a Gunderson from Fargo, is the other brother. So Croc decides to go into business with them, and then he screws them over. There's a wolf in the hen house. We let him in. 
When's enough gonna be enough for you? Probably never. You are to stop this instant. I am through taking orders from you. You have a contract! Contracts are like hearts. They're made to be broken. The founder was supposed to come out last summer, but it got pushed back, presumably to position it better for award season. And it's getting pretty good reviews, specifically Michael Keaton's performance. Business is war. It's dog eat dog, rat eat rat. I want to take the future. I want to win. That glorious name, McDonald's. I had to have it. You don't have it. You sure about that? One more on January 20th, M. Night Shyamalan has a new film coming out. It's called Split. Hey, pardon me, sir. I think you have the wrong car. Split stars James McAvoy as a man named Kevin who kidnaps three young women. Turns out he has dissociative identity disorder, i.e. multiple personalities. The only chance we have is if all three of us go crazy on this guy. Who is that? Maybe she can help us. Don't worry. He's not allowed to touch you. He knows what you're here for. Listens to me. That was James McAvoy talking, by the way, dressed up as a woman. He has 23 distinct personalities, and the 24th is about to be unleashed. An individual with multiple personalities can change their body chemistry with their thoughts. Someone's coming for you. Now, I know that the Shamalammer is responsible for the previously mentioned The Happening. Yes. But... I put him into director's jail for a while, I think. <laughs> he enjoyed some decent critical and commercial success with The Visit last year. Now comes Split, which looks spooky, and McAvoy looks like he's having a lot of fun playing multiple characters. The world will understand now. The beast is real. He's done awful things to people, and he'll do awful things to you. More of the January movie preview up next. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. Wrapping up our January movie preview now. On the 27th, Owen Wilson and Ed Helms are bastards. I probably should have told you long ago. I made up all those stories about your father. Okay, what? That he died of colon cancer. I'm not sure who your father was. I spent my whole life trying to honor his memory. This means I stare at for a living because of a fictional man's colon cancer. Could you pivot into plastic surgery or something less butt-related? <laughs> you like that, eh? It's so random. That was Glenn Close as the mom, by the way, who turns out to be a bit of a tramp. And so the boys search out her romantic conquests from the past to find out who the real dad is. He's out there. We gotta find out. Let's do it. Mom actually dated Terry Bradshaw. Do you remember a woman named Helen Baxter? Talk about a blast from the past. She had a set of Damn near cost us a Super Bowl. They also run across J.K. Simmons and Ving Rhames as their mom's old flames. It looks like a pretty typical raunch comedy, and if the trailer's any indication, there's really only one joke, Glenn Close is a tramp. Are you ready for me? 
Bastards. Does the name Helen Baxter ring a bell? It does more than ring a bell. Oh, right. What makes you think about Helen Baxter? She's our mom. All we did was cuddle. Well, it looks like they're milking that joke for some good gold. There's a Red Band trailer I was pulling these clips from and had to edit them. So if you like that and you want it even raunchier, go seek out the full trailer. Okay, we'll do. On January 27th, Matthew McConaughey is in search of gold. This gold business wrote me off years ago. But it's amazing how little gold dust can just change everything. Damn it, Kenny. What are we talking about? I had a dream. Right here. Indonesia. That's where we'll find the gold. And they do. Gold sees McConaughey as a fat, balding huckster obsessed with gold. He does find a huge mine in Indonesia and becomes very wealthy, and then he loses it. The trailer ends with a cliffhanger of sorts of him admitting he lost it all, and then presumably that's expanded upon in the film. The early reviews are not great, though, calling this a lesser version of movies like American Hustle or The Wolf of Wall Street, although they do say McConaughey's good. And the only question I'm left with is, how did $17 billion disappear overnight? Then I don't have very long. This next one is bound to make any dog lover a little sentimental. It's called A Dog's Purpose. What is the meaning of life? Are we here for a reason? Is there a point to any of this? Why does food taste so much better in the trash? A Dog's Purpose is based on a novel from 2010 of the same name and is about a dog and its many lives over the years as it gets reincarnated a whole bunch of times into different dogs. For me, it all began with a boy. His name was Ethan. Bailey, 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 Bailey. My name was Bailey, 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 Bailey. Bailey, do it. What does he want from me? Get out. Get out. Bailey the dog just swallowed a valuable coin. Ethan's trying to make Bailey poop it out. Whenever life got Ethan down, I knew exactly what to do. Ready? I'm ready. Go, Bailey! We played with that ball all afternoon. Ethan loved it. Sometimes he just needed a little nudge. Oh! Whoa! Sorry. That was the dog. That wasn't me. Maybe you should teach your dog some manners. Bailey stuck his head up a girl's skirt. Oh, that Bailey. Josh Gad is the inner voice of the dog, by the way. So Bailey gets reincarnated into a bunch of different dogs through the years before being reunited decades later with Ethan, now played by Dennis Quaid. I had a new purpose. I was needed again. And again. And again. Hi, you! With each new life, I was learning a new lesson. Hey, <laughs> hmm, have we met before? Where did you find that? Okay, ready? Go! They were just playing with the same ball they used to play with so many years earlier. Aww. As this dog seeks to discover its purpose as it keeps coming back, it learns the meaning of its existence is to show us humans how to laugh and love. Again, dog owners will get it. Non-dog owners probably think it sounds like real crap. Ethan, why do you always have this dog with you? It's like a girlfriend replacement or something? <laughs> the dog's laughing at you. Dogs don't laugh. <laughs> That's funny. And finally, to close the month, 
Mila Jovovich stars in Resident Evil, the final chapter. My name is Alice, and this is my story. The end of my story. Ten years ago in Raccoon City, there was an outbreak. It spread across the world within days. If you are unfamiliar with the Resident Evil movies, the first of which came out in 2002, they are loosely based on a series of video games about a zombie apocalypse. I can't remember much before all this started. Sometimes I feel like this has been my whole life. Running. It kind of has been your whole life, Mila Jovovich, because you've been making these movies since 2002. I must admit, I've only seen one of them in their entirety, so I don't really know what's going on in these films. But I guess there's zombies and there's mutants and Mila Jovovich shooting them all. Umbrella developed an airborne antivirus. It would destroy the T-virus. I have no reason to believe a word you say. True, but I can offer you something you want very much. What is that? Revenge. We can bend all this. I have to get to the hive. And we go together. What are we gonna do? We're gonna kill every last one of them. Should also point out that they are Canadian produced, the biggest Canadian movies ever, in fact. These movies are never huge hits in North America. And they always got awful reviews. But worldwide, the last two have pulled in nearly $600 million combined. So that's pretty cool. Hence the continued sequels. I am glad, though, that this is the final chapter of Resident Evil. <laughs> is that all you got? Because if it is, I'm going to have to kill you. And that concludes the Couch Potatoes January movie preview. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes. Got a couple of minutes left here. We did our year-end special last week where we focused entirely on television because we've been watching more TV yep. than movies in recent years. But we still go see a few movies. What was your favorite? My very favorite. Well, I like Deadpool. I like Captain America. My favorite, though, of last year was called The Nice Guys, uh, starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, directed by Shane Black, who also made Iron Man 3 and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And it's like a night, uh, uh, stylish comedy noir set in L.A. in 1979, and Gosling and Crowe play uh, sort of like detectives, hard-boiled but bumbling detectives. is a lot of fun, a great mystery involved, great story, and, and just told really well. I liked... Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I just went to see it a second time. Really enjoyed it. I liked Captain America Civil War. I liked The Conjuring 2. But I think my favorite was Hell or High Water, which came out in August, starring Chris Pine and, uh, of course, I... Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges is in it, yes. And that other guy. I can't remember the, the guy who plays... Chris Pine's brother. Oh, yes. Anyway, he's a... David Pine. <laughs> yeah. But it's about two brothers who live in this godforsaken little small Texas town, and they're trying to save the family property and because it's going to foreclose. So they rob a bank, and then they rob more banks. So Jeff Bridges is the lawman who's on the edge of retirement chasing after them. It's very similar to No Country for Old Men in that way, sort of, but it's not as bleak. Yeah. It kind of... And it, it surprised me that it's not as bleak. It sort of ends on a, an almost 
hopeful note. Not to hopefully I didn't ruin anything there, but it's just it's a great movie with a re- with an excellent script, and it's available on home video. It is on the very top of my list. I'm definitely going to see that uh, before the Oscars, hopefully before the Golden Globes, but maybe not. And it's Ben Foster. You're thinking. Of. Thank you very much. Yeah. Did you Google I that? I just looked it up. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that, Jeff. That's called teamwork. I'm Brett. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. Remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.